1: We're talking about setting your kids up for the future. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Casual Fridays Land Flipping Blueprint. Guys, if you're thinking about getting into this niche, you got to check this out. We've taken all the knowledge we've gained through the years of consulting and the hundreds of clients and put it into this course. It's in an easy-to-follow video format. It's got all the contract scripts and forms that we use in our daily business, and everyone that joins gets a free one-on-one in training with either myself or Justin. So if you're interested in learning more, all you got to do is go to our website at CasualFridaysREI.com. Click on the training tab, check out, and get started. Happy Friday, sir. Hey, happy Friday. This is a
0: special Friday, because we have our fucking live event starting tomorrow.
1: Yeah, F-bombs. You know, Dude, I'm,
0: I'm, I'm happy about it. I'm stoked. I've been, I been. Typically, we are stressed to the nth, making sure all this is done. And it seems like everything got kind of finalized Wednesday, Thursday, and now I'm kind of like feeling lighter and lighter, getting more and more excited. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. We walk into and you hand me a mic in front of a hundred of our listeners...
1: And me getting to go a little crazy. Well, last year I, we handed out the mics and I was scheduled to do the intro and you just talked all the way through it. So maybe it's a good thing. You could just keep talking. <laughs> well,
0: I, I stopped and then I looked and it in my head it felt like we were standing there for a minute and you just kind of smiled at me. And I was like, oh, no, he didn't. He didn't start talking. We've been standing here for a minute. And no, that, is, that it, never happened. I'm not saying that it was a minute. I'm saying that I stopped and looked and I was like, OK, that's the spot and then it never came and I was like wait well, hey, we're sitting here like as I felt like I was that guy like, <laughs> that,
1: so, I don't remember any of that but
0: that's the way my head re- perceived it so this year I'm going to stop and let you do what you do best and intro
1: the world yeah if that's what I do best then we're in trouble <laughs>
0: no I'm not saying that's what you do best you do it you are <laughs>
1: intro every show All and we're gonna be we didn't
0: hit 400 episodes at this podcast so no. we got like a couple more weeks and we'll hit 400 episodes yeah. maybe we should do something for that I don't know yet Let's get to the live event this weekend first. Yeah, okay. But that's that's I'm super excited about that. I know we have people traveling in; they're going to be listening to this podcast as they're on airplanes, getting ready, getting hyped. Because while they get to see us, they get to see the faces of people they've met through social media uh, and new faces that they haven't met. So it'll be a nice, nice uh, way to network and get to kind of get back into that.
1: You get around other land investors. Yeah, yeah. I know several people that are only in the groups to be around other investors. Yeah. Uh, that's just because it can be a lonely business and you need that networking and those people to talk to, to keep you, uh, going,
0: keep you motivated when it, times get tough. And I can't wait to hear some of the things, some of the speakers have to say, we've got a lot of, we've got a lot packed
1: for tomorrow. I'm yeah. afraid we have too much.
0: I I'm think am- it's going to like overlap. I'm ambitious, buddy. <laughs> I'm ambitious. And, uh, I, I, I'm ready for that. But today that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about your kids and how we can set them up with some simple things.
1: Yeah. actually random that you brought this up, this uh, topic up, because last night when I was doing work at home, Presley, the youngest Mm – comes over and wanted to know about everything that I was doing. Yeah. My first thought was, oh, so this was like when you work at home. Yeah. <laughs> this will never work. Yeah. <laughs> but I was also like, okay, this is kind of cool that she's interested and wants to know what's going on and why mm-hmm. things, how we make money and why mm-hmm. people do what they do and what all we're involved with. And so, yeah, it's a good topic for today.
0: It is a great topic that I know for me, my kids are mad that every day I come to work that they can't come to the office. And I don't know, it's because they think we have snacks here. They can watch TV the whole time or they just want to kind of get out of the house and do something different with dad. But that's 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 part of the fun of being a parent or playing one of those parental roles is that you get to see that development. And it's really up to us to kind of set them up. And, and when, when, I, when I think of this topic, it's not a what can I give to my kids to make them, you know, make them better. I'm not giving them the best fashion. I'm not giving them the coolest car. It's, it's not like that. It's setting them up with stuff that I think personally helps that they really respect probably when they're in their 30s, late 30s maybe in their 20s but really it's kind of like how do you set them up to where they appreciate it when they're older and go man my dad was thinking of me (laughs) yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna start with the first one that comes that we did and and it's and it's i don't want to bring it morbid because you don't ever want to think about your kids dying but we've had two infinite wealth or banking concept uh people on we had wealth uh, wealth without wall street and we had infinite banking right that's what their name was yeah so we've had those two guys on I I hate to say the word life insurance, but life insurance for your kids. And the cool thing about when you do like a whole term policy for it, it has a cash value to it. So you're creating some net worth from kids. It's super boring, right? You don't want to talk about your kids dying. You don't want to think about it. But what that does is it allows them to pull from that. You're buying it at their youth rate. So it's super cheap. We pay, I put a cash wrapper on one of our kids, our kids. And so for case and the youngest, it's $55 a month for Jordan and Jackson, it's 65 and $67 a month. So, I'm not talking about a lot of money a month, but when they're 60, if they don't touch that, it's worth a million dollars. That should I, be pretty good. <laughs> if, if they touch it at 25, it should pay for their wedding. It's worth 50, 60,000 bucks. Mm. So think about that. Like if over the time, all we have for kids is time, hopefully, but you can add that for 50, 60 bucks a month and you create this thing that they have as an asset for them. They can take loans against it to go to college, pay interest back to themselves, they can use it to buy their first house if they wanna cash it out or they wanna take a loan against it and, and they get that to have instant access to cash that you put in over a long time, little drips at a time. Um, you could buy, like I could have bought the whole thing at once, 18,000 bucks, $20,000 for the whole policy and had it completely paid out. But this this is the way we did it. We're doing it monthly on that. And so just a, it's a it's a thing that you never really wanna talk about. Nobody wants to talk about dying because life insurance means death in most of our minds, but it is actually a tool that you can use to help, help your wealth.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that When Life insurance is one of those things that it always seems so complicated because there's so many, or at least it seems like to me, so many different types and it's hard to find someone that you can trust to sell you the proper one. And I think because we've talked to two infinite banking ones, that's probably the type that maybe I would look at. I, I don't yeah. really know, but I do like life insurance and how it works and whatnot. Um, it's a good one. That's not where I thought you were going with that when you, <laughs> when you talked about like kids don't understand it until they're like in their 30s. I thought you were going to talk about financial education because I was like talking thinking about presley last night yeah and i'm trying to explain well bought it for this much sold it from this much this is the profit and she looks at me like yeah what
0: <laughs> no then financial education is a cool thing but i'm talking about stuff we can do as parents or people in the parental role that really helps them out like i mean think about think about you know you always would hope that i'm going to have that i may want to re- rewind this a little bit when you grow up in meager means you always hope that there's this rich uncle out there that's just going one day going to drop a bunch of inheritance on you but that doesn't happen very, very rarely do you have this rich fellow that comes to take care of this. So, this is a way for I mean, for the price of dinner. I mean, how often do you go out to dinner and it costs you sixty bucks?
1: Well, never anymore. But yeah, it's more. But, yeah, so yeah.
0: one so one lunch a month, and you're setting your kids up with you know fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars in cash value by the time they're twenty two, 22, 23, depending on the age. You know, all that's variable. But you know, the good thing about that is when you buy it young, your kids typically not sick. He doesn't have any health issues, pre-existing conditions, so that they're they're locked in with that insurance forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm not an insurance salesman. I was when I was 18 for like three months. But, you know, it's one of those things that you don't, you're not going to appreciate till you're older and you go, oh, that makes sense. Well, when you do it, when you buy it when you're 35 or 40, it costs a lot more than the $50 you would have paid as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one. Um, second one, setting your kids up as a credit card signer, like one of your credit cards. I mean, you have a credit card, right? Uh-huh. I, I have them. I run every personal bill through my personal credit card, and we run all our business bills through business credit cards to collect points. Pay it off every month. Occasionally, we carry a small balance, but then you pay it off the next month. If you sign your kid up on that, it, and they're an authorized signer, they get credit built for them. Imagine being 18 and having an 800 credit score. I mean, that help you out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah what, what does that do for you? Because I remember Justin tried to buy a Mustang, and he had a 600 credit score, Because he had no credit at 18. And so now I had to buy it later just to prove to myself that I could have got it then. My red Mustang, if you're wondering which car I'm referring to. I tried to buy
1: that exact same car and the bank turned me down. I was thinking about, I was thinking, well, did I need credit when I was like, and I thought, well, yeah, I bought that motorcycle and I didn't have the credit to buy it. What
0: was your, what was your rate on that?
1: Oh, hell, I don't know. But I was 19 maybe to go to buy a motorcycle, street bike that I didn't need. Yeah. And then I couldn't get finance, but my roommate at the time had just bought a car within a year on finance, so I knew he had credit. So he came up with sign Nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, <laughs> but, but had I know had someone help me out, set me up early, I you would have been able to get that, that bike up. that you yeah, wanted. Yeah, yeah. So I had that.
0: I did the same thing, but I went and I tried to buy a Gixxer, the Telefonica. Remember that one? Like Matt had mm-hmm. one like it, and I tried to buy it. They turned me down because credit wasn't good enough. So I got mad and I was embarrassed to go back to that dealership. So I got my older brother to co-sign for me on the, <laughs> on the Ninja. And my interest rate was 18.9% on a credit card for that motorcycle with my older brother co-signing. Wow. But I got approved and I could <laughs> ride. But that's 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 what I'm talking about. It's like something you don't really think about and you don't appreciate. But it's something we've all had to go through at some point. We have this story. and. You know, you don't want to make your kid's life easier and be like, hey, I'm just going to go buy you the motorcycle. No, get them the tools in place to help them with that. Mm-hmm. One of the other things that I like that I do for my kids, which I think is fun and I think they they like it too, is I buy little pieces of bullion, whether it's gold, silver, because I, in my head as a kid, I always saw a safe and thought there was treasure in it, right? And price of gold and silver historically has climbed. So why not throw a an ounce of gold in there, an ounce of silver every now and again. An ounce of gold's expensive. It's $1,900, $2,000. An ounce of silver costs you anywhere. When I was buying them regularly for them, I would buy them one out of every paycheck with $16 an ounce. Right now, it's trading at like $32, $33 bucks an ounce. So what's 30 bucks? You know, you're, it's not a lot of money. Again, it's a lunch. It's a dinner, but... They get to hold it, they get to see it, and they get to understand that value. And, you, and it opens the conversation up in a light way about financial literacy and financial education. It's like, okay, well, why is this? Well, it's a precious metal. It's trade. It's a commodity. You know, you can talk about those things, and this is worth this, this time. You know, watch the charts going up.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that one. I would also throw in crypto because Emily, the oldest, she's been— uh-huh. She's been real interested in crypto lately. Well, Jackson has some. that I, yeah. I matched him dollar for dollar when he bought it, so
0: he hedged his losses, and then the great crypto clean-out <laughs> crypto came Crypto winner. Yeah, crypto winner came in, and it, and it pulled out a lot of his stuff. But he keeps a ledger of how much he has. It's in my account, how much he's had, and what he paid for it. And so he can see his plus and minus. And then we check it about every other month. You know, he went back to his friends and said, I invested in crypto. Mm-hmm. And his friends are like, oh, my dad says that's the biggest scam. <laughs> Your dad still works for somebody. <laughs> so, you know, you... you you have those conversations, but that they take that back out to other kids and start asking those questions. That's how you get better as a society, in my opinion. Uh, the, the last one, I, I, I don't even know if it's worth saying. Well, say it anyway. <laughs> well, because right now, I keep spare change. Like, as I spend money, I put it in my pocket. And the kids have a savings account at the bank, which they go to, and they can see it, and I have them deposit their change when they get too much in their piggy bank. But all that is is just spare change that I've collected – and then I give it to them as we go through, or they go somewhere with me one-on-one. So is getting a savings account, um, some people frown on savings account. Oh, your money's not working for you. you. You don't have any money. When you're a child, it's not about all your money working for you. It's about creating a understanding of what money is, understanding what the bank is in that process, so you're not intimidated by it, but building some money over this time that you have to go on the offensive when you're 18 you want to go buy that motorcycle, or when you want to get by your fiance a, a ring or a girl you're dating a ring you have to have those type of tools we can do it with spare change over a long time
1: uh-huh. it's like that acorns app right? yeah right. perfect i think that's a pretty good idea that, i was trying to get because emily the oldest she's got a job and i was yeah. she's thinking a bank account i was like why don't you look into acorns yeah that's that's a, that's a <clears> great <throat> thing
0: i i like the bank account for me because i tie it to my online banking and if the kids have done like i'll, I'll tell them hey i'll pay you to pull the guard pull the weeds in the garden it's 10 bucks if I can put the money in your savings account, I'll give you 20. Mm-hmm. So, they have that so they have an incentive to save a little bit. Um they have a little cash roll that they they talk about and they have and they, they can spend that on whatever they want. But now it's tricked my son into thinking that oh I can build this cash pile and then I can invest
1: it in something. He's 9 and he's thinking like that. That's that's what you want. Yeah. Does Jordan show as much interest in investing?
0: She is a definite saver than spender. She's like She's like, if she wants to go out to eat. We tell her, we're not going out to eat. We don't want to buy dinner for everybody tonight. She goes, well, I'll pay. Like, it's like, it's money. money to her is a tool to get what she wants. It's not a tool to make more of it. So she'll, she'll, like, if she's like, hey, Dad, will you take me to Target? I'll bring my own money. And I'm like, oh, God, we created a monster. Because she's every right. It's her money. She can spend it how she wants.
1: Yeah. So... Yeah, we had the exact opposite. Emily was talking about how she wants a spray tan for school. Uh-huh. And her mom goes, well, are you going to spend all your paycheck on spray tan? And she's like, "Uh, well, I was thinking you were going to pay for it. <laughs> oh, no. She's so like, well, you got money now. You got a job. But no. So then all of a sudden she didn't want the spray tan.
0: Yeah, it's it's funny how that works <laughs> when it comes from their thing. So I uh, while you know, we typically talk land, I, I know there's father and son teams that listen to the show. I know father and son and daughter teams that – that go out and invest and shit. My nephew, he built a little, I think he sold 12 or 13 coastal properties when that was around, built a little, a little $10,000 cash roll off of $50 properties. That's what we want, but this is kind of stuff that we can do to help them get into that mindset. That way, when you have the conversation, they're more open to it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I think, well, having those conversations about like finances and cause you can do all this for them and then yeah. they you can still blow it. Right? Oh, 100%. Right, right. So like that's, the biggest miss in the education system is agreed. All of that, like learning how to manage money and what cash flow and how to build assets and businesses and all that, like it's greatly missed. And people like us and people who are listening to the show, they're inherently investors because mm-hmm. that's what it's all about. Like that's the like the one thing I feel like you really need to pass on because you don't spend all this time building all your kids all this stuff and then you know then they go blow it all and now they're broke.
0: Yeah, I agree with that, and I think that for a lot of us here. We're also learning as we go. Yeah. Like I mean and that's been that's been a huge thing for us over the 300 and close to 90 episodes, 95. I don't even know what episode yeah, we're on. But we're, we're right there. up there. But we y'all have tracked this journey with us and I I was kind of going down memory lane the other day. I was going back into our Instagram and looking back at like episode 1, episode 2 and the stuff we were posting and the things that we thought about and talked about at that point versus, you know, the deals and the type of deals and the volume of deals and the amount of money on these transactions. I mean, it's it's great to see that the trajectory but it's scary to think though too that we're still learning and still talking and having these conversations so people out there that listen to us are, are tracking along and, and follow that journey and have the same that same advice maybe getting a leg up a little bit quicker than maybe we did
1: mm, hope so that's what it's kind of,
0: that's it's of what all it's all about it's kind of what this <laughs> podcast is for here <laughs> well you know those are four little simple things i think that if we can get some feedback from the listeners if they have some other cool ideas i know that we had uh Robert had his Robert's rules that he gave to his kids and he passed on to them about different things. But you know, if you have something financially and you want to add it to the Facebook, uh, Facebook comments when we post this episode today or the Instagram post,
1: throw it out there. Let some other people read about it. Yep. And, uh, stay tuned for next week's. We're doing a podcast live. Yeah. At the live event. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> so. I'm, I'm, amped. I'm ready. So. <coughs> and Adam said I had to wear pants. <laughs> Yeah, you do have to wear pants. Okay. People paid money. <laughs> you're going to dress up. They paid money to see these calves, baby. <laughs> Bow. No, no, they did not. <laughs> All right. All right, well, that's it. We're off to the event. Um, we're to finish getting ready for it. So, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. Then go to Instagram. Go to Facebook. Go to wherever you're supposed to go. <laughs> like, <laughs> rate, review, and subscribe. So, appreciate it. Let see you see next Friday. See you, guys. <laughs>